0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to... The Cypher. The Cypher! Yeah. And, um, kind of moving forward into the the, the future now, like, as you're kind of, as you kind of changed and pivoted, pivoted your career forward, like, what's the next step? Are you... Because I, I did see that you were writing and directing now, and, like, is that, is that something that you want to get into as your next step?
1: Yeah, so I've been playing in the video space for a long time um i think right now where i'm at is going back to not having boxes or lanes um i'm kind of just moving off inspiration right now that's kind of like my my fuel my gas um when i hear a song by an artist that i that speaks to me i will um pitch something just randomly i haven't been approached as a that's how i kind of got into the space now people are coming to me kind of looking for my direction and things like that Mm. but um in that mindset i was in where i would if i if i'm inspired by something i will kind of like explore that idea and um kind of like expand it and see where it takes me um that's Mm. basically my approach to videography and um directing um, I'm only doing things I'm inspired by. I'm not really trying to monetize it right now. It's more for the um, the art. Um, it's a very beautiful form medium of art. And that's something I would recommend to everybody as well. To answer your question, Shiloh, about um, transitioning. Um, photography wasn't a very lucrative space to be in, especially after it got so saturated. So um, um, videography and photography are very similar. And... Um, in terms of learning a few skills, that's really the only gap between the two, a few more skills. So um, I explored other mediums. It was so even like I I stopped taking things for Instagram, taking pictures to post on Instagram. I started printing my pictures and framing them and selling prints. I started making, putting things on t-shirts and um, lighters. I have have, um, this thing I'm doing right now where I take, uh, quotes or tweets that I find very interesting and slap them on lighters or shirts and things like that and I, I wear them I'm not selling them yet um, I've gotten a lot, enough requests to sell them that I'm going to put them in a little capsule or something and drop it. but um, it's really just um, going back to what a true artist is and trying as many mediums as you can getting inspired and following that inspiration seeing where it takes you and stuff like that so that's where I'm at with like the videography and things like that Um, But the future right now is, um, it's really, um, I'm immersing myself in art, so I'm really just looking forward to growing as a person and seeing what comes out of that in terms of art. Um, Mm -hmm. My different experiences, traveling, all those things shape me as an artist, so um, I'm really just going with the flow, so to speak, and just living life and creating the the best work for my life
0: in those moments right yeah and as we come to the, time.
2: Right. Uh, yeah. about the phases like um i feel like creatives or maybe I, i'm not going to speak up on behalf of all creatives but there's phases where like you start off and you're accepting all kinds of work just to get exposure you're not really getting paid mm-hmm. and then you hit the phase of like uh you're getting paid and you're you're accepting work and then you hit the phase where you get to choose what kind of work you're doing And so how kind of, how have you kind of dealt with those different phases as an artist and what kind of advice do you give to artists um, or creatives that like, yeah, going from like accepting everything to like, I'm going to choose what I'm going to do. And you have more freedom because you've made a certain, you've established yourself in a certain way.
1: And this goes back to me being just such a weirdo. Um, I've never, um, I've never felt the need to take something that was inspired to, um, work on i've actually turned like started projects and turned it down or refunded money because i wasn't moved to um create i don't think money should ever be uh if money's a, a driving factor for for it is a factor not don't get me twisted, don't get it confused because money makes the world go around art is money you need art, money to create art um but it's never been like the driving force I'm, i don't they're way more lucrative easier things to do for money than be be an artist (laughs) the the term struggling artist didn't come from nowhere you feel me so um i think if you're gonna choose that life of being an artist um you owe it to yourself to do things that inspire you or Uh you're inspired Mm -hmm. by to inspire other people um and even if you end up doing things for money Um, so for example videography I don't not not every song I'm asked to direct is something I am crazy about they're good songs that's like a minimum requirement has to be decent quality Um, but I think as human beings we should challenge ourselves to find inspiration and not so easy to find places you know Mm. so um, even something as um, simple as going on a walk I like to go on walks, especially in America, because it's so you get so much inspiration for stuff like this. But in America, I remember going on this walk one time um, with my brother, and um, it was like an aimless walk, and I saw something with um, the police. It was like, I the scene specifically, what I saw specifically, I can't really reiterate, but the vibe I got from it inspired something I did in the music video where um, I had two boys walking on the street, cop cars, driving by them in like slow-mo, and then them making eye contact with the police. And mm. you kind of feel that tension. And um, not that that happened to me or that it was a tense moment per se, but um, given everything going on in the world at the time, I think it was in 2020 around the George Floyd thing. And then mm. that, having that that vision or seeing that moment happen inspired something kind of like powerful and um very beautiful and very um heartfelt so you can get inspiration for everything from everything so um even like you should challenge yourself to seek inspiration from things but if you don't find it it's okay i believe in moving on and not dwelling on it that's yeah. wisdom yeah wisdom. i watch a lot of interviews guys mm-hmm. um <laughs> like one of my some of my favorite interviews like like Dane with dame dash or um I listen to like the weird guys too, like on Joe Rogan's podcast and <laughs> okay. like So, um, if forgive me for if I'm speaking very um, very um,
2: it's good. Yeah. It's, no, no, good. It's, yeah. it's good. It's
1: like, yeah. You're providing a lot yeah. of
2: wisdom and, and advice, which is yeah, yeah. It's, it's great.
3: I'm like I'm like All rethinking right. my life here too. So. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like
2: reflecting and thinking of know, Like,
1: yeah. if you guys don't mind me asking, what do you guys do? um Dylo, you're asking a lot of questions about um art, are you art artist yourself? yeah mm. so
2: i'm uh i do a couple things so um, digital marketing too i just wrapped up an internship at warner um oh, so kind fun. of in that music business space as well i'm also at the remix project for music business right now okay so. and We're then i'm also a drummer a yeah, yeah a drummer for like 10 years yeah Yeah. with the drum kit and so uh, yeah so those are guiding some of my questions as well <laughs> okay. um yeah so I'm musician and also like marketing and then also like tech um mm-hmm been in tech for a while as well started out in computer science transfer engineering media just got a job at mm-hmm. apple so i'm like yeah kind of i'm mean, kind of the same thing what do, what do you more. do at apple i'm a specialist i just got the job okay. as well and so i'm trying to pivot and explore like tech simultaneously with like the music business and and mm-hmm. actual music and then like the sports business i'm just interested in everything at the moment and so
1: yeah i, I love that for you i mm-hmm. love Thank that you. for you Thank um you. again no lanes no boxes yeah just- no it's- gotta learn it I, I i actually used to work i shouldn't say used to i'm technically still employed by them i work for apple as well okay cool um yeah apple in america corporate okay sick But um all those things intersect it's going to be in the weirdest way um so i have spent time as a specialist at, at apple stores in mm-hmm. new york um what i got from that was um people like how you deal with people communication i learned communication at apple right. with apple Mm-hmm. um positioning certain things, mm-hmm. bad positioning bad news, assuming positive intent right. um so it's like I was saying a lot of things in life intersect. I feel like a lot of people go through life very like surface level or very like <laughs> short-sighted mm-hmm. they're not looking at the whole scope of things and if you do that a lot of things intersect like music and photography and the only think to oh I'm not gonna make it as a musician so let me do photography that wouldn't mm-hmm. be like a clear line. Mm-hmm. um or like um what you're doing with um in terms of music and um your passion areas and then working a, a retail tech job mm-hmm. you know what i mean those intersect in more ways than you, you probably even realize right now right right mm-hmm. so um
2: well that's, that's cool so like that, about, and yeah no that's really your yeah. your intersections too are kind of are inspiring as well in your advice. because I'm I, as you're speaking i'm like oh like it, it's apply- I can see how it applies to my life in, in general as well so
1: yeah thank you <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just all oh, we live and we learn um mm-hmm. I always um growing up I always thought like because I started so young I was in s- um, so many unique spaces growing up I think when I was like 14 I remember being in high school the night before I had gone to a Travis Scott studio session this was when Travis Scott was nobody at the time but I was nobody at the time so I didn't know how my first time in a studio for real and um my first time around, just that energy, that, um, industry energy. And I remember going there and then going to school the next day and just feeling like, yeah, I just, I just, I just remember that a shift happened mentally for me. Um, and I, um, that feeling I tried to, um, give, I'm not, I'm far from where I want to be in um, my career and whatnot, but, um, There's an energy when you're on the right path that you feel. And um, I'm I'm getting back to feeling that. The feeling kind of went away during COVID. I'm getting back to that feeling coming back and I'm trying to like spread that energy and get people on the kind of on the rise and stuff like that. I think there's a guy, um, if anyone takes anything from what I say today, um, there's a guy named Naval. You go on YouTube, Google Joe Rogan, Naval. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get his last name for you guys. Right, notes. So, wow. Um, this guy has like a vision. He's a thinker, a true thinker. So he thinks about the future in a very um, very realistic and honest way. And I feel like the world. He has a clear idea of where the world is headed in terms of like work and the work-life balance. So people working from home now, remote jobs, contract jobs, things like that. He has a clear picture of what that might look what that might look like in the future. And that has done a lot to kind of like free me from certain expectations that I had of myself, like having a stable job or a nine to five or even finishing school. I'm I'm in the process of finishing school. That's why I'm so happy for you guys that you guys graduated. Um, I'll be very honest with you. It's not a priority for me right now just because I understand the state of the world and I understand that what I'm doing on the digital marketing space might be more lucrative, more um, the ROI on that might be better than a degree so the degree is getting done i'm of nigerian descent so i don't really have a choice in that regard but um it's taking a back seat to so kind of like the things that the whole world is focused on that, that's kind of like shifting the whole world right now that's something i i pride myself in. i try to think on like a global scale not like a local i think traveling helped me with that a lot i don't think of being like the best photographer in brampton or in toronto or being the littest person in toronto i'm competing with like in the industry, like the top players in the industry. Yeah, I was gonna ask Paul, what about you?
3: Oh. What you into? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can I can go next. Um honestly right now, um I'm a bit lost in like an artistic way, I would say. Um so right now I work at I work at a dealership because I'm really like into cars and stuff. Um I'm trying to become like a My favorite uh, car? Um Audi RS four two thousand seven.
1: Okay. Yeah I drive an Audi A4 A four like yeah a lot.
3: Well, yeah. What year do you drive?
1: Um mine's a 2016.
3: 2016. Okay, okay, those are nice. Yeah.
1: I, I got a tune, but, Oh, the previous owner had a tune yeah. and stuff. So response time is crazy. So it's oh, a yeah, great yeah.
3: drive. They're nice, yeah. Tunes are tunes are nice on the Volkswagen and the Audi's. So
1: I, I'm I'm more of a comfort guy. Um yeah. I'm a sucker <laughs> for like the road races, the mm-hmm. Mercedes-Benzes.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's um, interesting too, because maybe I've been looking at uh like Range Rovers. Mm-hmm. Um Audi S8s, like I've never been like really like a materialistic guy, but like the energy, like I think it goes back to energy, like the energy that you get when you're like driving one or you see one driving down the road or something. I- I've just been, I don't know, something's been clicking over there. Um,
1: uh, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, yeah. I, the same thing with me. I see um, the S8s have been mm-hmm. even, yeah, the sporty cars, like the R8s, the things like that, I'm not really mm-hmm. my, 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 my type. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I don't like to drive per se. I like to be driven. Mm-hmm. So um, the more comfortable cars are amazing to me.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've 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 got like a, I don't know something with cars. I I like working on cars. I like that kind of stuff. Um, I have been working on some music stuff on the side. I'm learning to like uh, learning to make beats. Um, okay, that's sure. chop, chop up samples and like been practicing some finger drumming and stuff like that.
1: That's amazing. Um,
3: yeah, just, I don't know, just because I, again, like I've always, I think I've always been into audio in some way, like through our university, like career, audio has always something that's been like, like pulling me towards mm-hmm. it. Like that's how I think me, Ollie, Shiloh, Joe, like we all came together as a podcast because just recording and being in the studio and stuff like that, I just, I, I just really like it. So that's just, uh, that's just something I've been working on the side, um,
1: how how are you like learning? Are you uh what what tools are you using to learn?
3: Um, so I'm using a machine micro uh Mark two II or three. Um, I just got it, and uh, I don't know, like it came with the software and stuff like that. And I started watching videos and
1: YouTube videos,
3: YouTube videos, and
1: I like to say I think YouTube should start a university. They started oh, yeah. a university out Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah there's so some... much stuff to learn on. That. I'm self-taught, by the way. Um, yeah. I went in high school. I got in trouble in high school and ended up going to, um, I had to switch school. So I ended up going to an art school that had a Schism program, a specialist high school major in art and digital art. And um, so I learned how to like process, do film photography, process film and stuff like that. But outside of that, I'm self taught with like Photoshop and photography, mm-hmm. manual photography and things like that. So YouTube, I think, is is a great resource.
3: Yeah, I, I think uh, one of the best things about self-teaching is that there's no like real pressure on you to like, yeah. I have to learn this. It's just like, oh, like, let me try something. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Let me go look it up. And I just learned something new. Right. Um, right.
1: And I like that the true test that like you're testing, your exams are like real life experiences. Like, yeah. can you do this or not? Not yeah. how well can you do it? because over time if you could do something you're always going to improve on it exactly exactly so I, I think, like the, the freedom to, to mm-hmm. fail and to improve
3: yeah, yeah I think that's a that's a big thing too like um, I was really into photography as well Um, recently I've, I've been out of it just because I don't know I just haven't been really feeling it um, Man, I, was I get in, it bro right like I was into like automotive photography and I was doing like uh, portraits for people and stuff like that but I don't know I just I just wasn't feeling it that much. Like lately, I've been feeling it again. Um, I'm trying to get back into it, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think music is like the one thing that's just sort of been clicking a bit more than other things. Like I've been into photography. I've been into Photoshop. Um, I used to make videos when I was a kid, you know, like YouTube
1: and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um,
3: so I feel like I've experienced that kind of stuff. It might come back later on, um, but for now just the where, where it goes
1: you just made me think about something that i think is very important um in a lot of like passion areas like photography i think there's ceilings that mm-hmm. you reach and then some people stay at that seat ce- like under that ceiling and some people like break through and keep mm-hmm. going yeah. i feel like um with photography there's only so much pictures you could take mm-hmm. for it to become redundant and kind of like boring mm-hmm. i feel like at that point, you have kind of have to like challenge yourself to like, kind of like explore. So for me, film photography was like another side to that passion. Like, okay, I know I'm sick with the with digital cameras, mm-hmm. editing. I have my process; it works. I don't have to think about it. When you do do something repetitively, it's that repetitive for a while. You become like kind of like um desensitized to it. Yeah. and then film photography someone made me do I bought a film camera randomly put, pop film in it took the photos at this point I still wasn't excited and then I got the photos back and after that it was like okay I'm doing this every every day every week mm-hmm. so I don't actually I only carry my film camera with me I don't carry my digital camera I think with your phones that you don't really need a digital camera mm-hmm. um, so yeah so I feel like you always have to find, uh, you always have to like branch out, find extensions of that yeah. passion. I mean, yeah. You surpass that thing with music. It's so easy because it's not easy, but it's you don't have that problem per se because all you got to do is put on a different type of beat. Yeah. And now yeah. you've excused another lane. You know. Yeah. So that's something that just jumped out at me when you're you're talking. Yeah. I am saying this for myself as well. <laughs> I, I never took note of that.
3: No, no, I, I get that too. Like. uh in my car, I keep like a film camera as well. Um, mm-hmm. Take random pictures, you know, um, wherever I go. I haven't developed them yet. So I don't, I really don't know what they look like. I have like,
1: that's the most, ones. that's the best part about it. You forget. And then yeah. I'm sitting on like two roads right now from like yeah, the yeah. beginning of summer. When I, at the end of summer, when I develop them, it's going to be like a reflective, mm-hmm. it's meditative to me. I'll be very honest with you. When you look at it, you kind of like transport yourself back in time and, mm-hmm. It's like journaling, you're able to see how you're feeling then versus how you're feeling
3: now. Yeah. For I me. Mean, yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty interesting when I uh, get them developed. Like I was looking to take do- more. Oh
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, stack, stack, stack those rolls up.
3: Yeah. But yeah, that's just sort of where I am With right Joseph. now. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I'm interviewing you guys now. <laughs> um so, so what about
4: you? i'm mostly in like in film so i'm big to directing um i've been like big into like doping as well direct director photography yeah um that's where i started off you know i started off
1: so you and ali probably have that in common then
4: yeah uh yeah and then i started off you know like filming little things with my phone um and then i eventually got like a lot when i was like 15 and then i started making small um small like films essentially um so now i'm in big into again like directing um european but on the side like i'm big into like sales as well um real estate like fitness i'm also in terms like i'm in progress of like getting my license for like personal training um, and then i eventually want to branch out to like when i get big in you know when i make connections in, like the film Industry, like I hopefully I strive to work with like big name like celebrities and like actors and actresses and like coaching them as well. Um, because I'm sure all of you know this as well, but like directing and you know, VOPing that's not a nine to five, 365 days a year job. You know, you're working three or four months at a time and then you could be off for you know, God knows how long, right? So, um, so yeah, a couple different things, you know, but
1: um, not to like try to like give you on un- un- advice or not are you recording are you like um creating content around your physical your um fitness stuff or not
4: um no not really no
1: so if i if i was in your position i would just because it's something that so you're already working out you probably have your schedule what's your schedule for working out for days a week
0: six days a week
1: six days a week crazy um so so you're already going to the gym putting that effort for six days a week the little extra effort of setting up a camera to kind of record you doing a few exercises and then posting it on tiktok let's say you want to keep it separate from instagram post it on tiktok and typing up like a little let's say a plan or something that is that little effort the benefit of the results of that effort is exponential so in my opinion it's something worth Trying out the worst thing will happen is that it won't work and you'll go back to doing what you're already doing right now. I second that. I second that. Mm-hmm. TikTok is such a unique thing too. That's like the biggest like phenomenon to me right now in like this create uh, content creation space. Um I'm kind of I'm still trying to like hack it in terms of like the algorithm. I have figured out the algorithm a little bit and what they do differently. Um their thing is they're focused on the content, not the creator. So um it's a psychological thing too. That's why a lot of like the buttons are to the, like a lot of like the buttons that go with like sharing the content is to the right of the screen. And the, um, a lot of the information about the creators on the left, And you're, automatically your brain is going to gravitate, especially for right-hand. It's going to gravitate towards the right side of things. So in digital marketing as well, in marketing, I am in school for marketing as well. So I'm very passionate about consumer behavior, human uh, behavior, why people do the things they do. And stuff like that so um tick is a very interesting like cultural phenomenon i think that's what it is we're gonna look back at it i think it's gonna destroy instagram eventually Completely. it already is yeah Instagram's catching up but i think there's gonna be a point where we look back and um tick is gonna be like the the top it's gonna be the new instagram so that presents a unique opportunity i kind of missed i didn't realize what instagram was at the time when i was on it I remember posting on Instagram when Instagram had, like, the blue borders. Like, the top was blue. I had Instagram. Remember that? I remember posting that, you feel me? And I just didn't know what it was going to be. So I didn't take it as... I remember I went crazy for, like, a year. That was in, like, 2016, 2017. I saw the results of it in the city. But I wasn't thinking large, global-scale social media influencer, working with big brands. I didn't know if that was possible. So now that I do... Um TikTok I'm paying very close attention to that at the moment so yeah my bad again not to give you unrequested advice but I think you should try I, I would try that if I was in your position
4: yeah for sure like it doesn't hurt to try right like worst thing and,
1: and you're into film too right you're into, yeah. so I'm sure you can find some interesting ways to like add transitions or practice your transitions and things like that so you can two birds in one store
4: and also one thing that you mentioned earlier how you said instagram is like copying tiktok i think or no they're catching up to tiktok i think they're ca- copying tiktok around right, in terms of like having reels and stuff like that they never used to be there until TikTok started really kind of forming and like taking over right
1: so i don't i don't yeah. know if this is clear to you guys you know like instagram killed snapchat completely so snapchat is still there still around it's completely- but um that would be a much bigger platform if what happened with um if TikTok if Instagram never adopted reels and things like mm. that or stories and stuff like that.
2: I think TikTok. I'm I'm gonna make this really quick as well. I think TikTok is like um the algorithm is is absolutely crazy, and I think that's what's like. So like my TikTok feed and my brother's TikTok feed are completely different, but it's completely catered to what I'm interested in, and it's very addictive. Whereas Instagram, I'm kind of bored with it now because it's just like okay people what they're doing posting on their stories like random reels that not don't apply like it's getting too crazy and they they have too many features they need to focus on i think working on being a photo app yeah. like when you still post photos like the quality still goes down like i don't know i just yeah. think yeah no, I
1: mean, that's a great point um i feel like um i think instagram
2: it's becoming like the home base facebook used to be the home base it still kind of mm-hmm. is but i feel like instagram is like the home true. base tiktok is huge but it's not like it's it's not as
1: solid like i don't know it is solid but i don't know it's all it's on the algorithm really yeah and that's what i'm trying to figure out with tiktok so i figured out why the app is set up the way it's set up or not all of it but for the most part why certain things are the way they are Mm. and that's helping me in terms of yes helping me Mm -hmm. um what i'm trying to figure out right now is how to hack the algorithm especially if you're doing digital marketing if I can get you my, um, if I, so for Instagram, I remember when I realized hashtags work, mm-hmm. I I I started off on Twitter heavy before Instagram. So hashtag on Twitter was just to get your seats. It was kind of the same concept, but I wasn't really looking for exposure on Twitter. So I didn't look at it in that lens. Started using hashtag on um, Instagram. I think the first pick I used hashtags for, I got like 300 extra likes that I'll yeah. usually get. And I, I hacked. I was like, okay. I remember milking that. I used like hashtag for like a year straight. Hmm. Um, so with TikTok, I'm trying to hack that in the sense of what is going to get the most clicks, what's going to keep popping up in the algorithm and stuff right. like that. Right. So, um, I think that's a big thing. Instagram's algorithm, they they worked on it so much that at some point the coding went left, and then yeah. it just turned into this thing that it wasn't designed to be so right. um
2: you don't even see I your own been, your own uh peer groups post anymore i don't right. know from when a bunch from of when sponsors.
1: you started seeing people you didn't follow i was like yeah, this yeah is that's actually, never yeah exactly yeah. like what's the <laughs> i didn't follow this person but you're gonna yeah. show me their <laughs> <your> stuff like <laughs> you, why yeah um
2: yeah.
1: so i think i feel like tiktok nothing lasts forever I feel like tiktok has having like a spell a uh, a run right now
2: mm.
1: Eventually he's gonna ship That's why it's important To like kind of flow With the You know what I mean I fought TikTok as well I'll be very honest with you I fought <laughs> TikTok for Like two years And I'm, I'm very embarrassed I feel like an old man Saying that <laughs> <Like> <laughs> now thinking about it Like it just makes sense I mm-hmm. treat it like a, a search engine Right now right. You feel know I
2: me mean? It's yeah
1: It's amazing Like and mm-hmm. I fought it for two I remember Like for two years I was telling people No no i'm not getting it
2: no it's embar- it was embarrassing at one point because at one point it was mm. catered more towards 12 to like 17 year olds and right. now it's right, everyone right. so yeah very right,
1: correct
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i guess i guess i'm up um yeah so like i'm more into like directing writing like screen like screenplays that, that type of Uh, area and then i also do a little bit of photography i i I do i do a little bit of a lot but my main focus is like writing directing and kind of getting into like no uh, boxes no lanes right right right. no lanes yeah then that's 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 kind of like writing a story is that you know like what, what kind of what you mentioned before but like writing stories that you are interested in that you have a passion for but also like that you know how to make it entertaining for people to who are eventually going to be watching it as like a like a tv show or movie and trying to find your
1: way to you know find your interest in what you do you know so i don't know if you know this um i'm a i'm like a huge movie fanatic (laughs) like i go crazy for movies what are your favorite types of movies or your favorite movie if you know i can't pick a favorite movie i know my favorite types
0: I know my my favorite types are like kind of like road trip kind of movies, where they go from like one spot to the next, and just kind of you follow these characters, and they're going all over the place. Like there was this one movie, I think it was a murder mystery by like Adam Sandler, and um, I, I, I forget the name, but she she was in the French show, and they just like went all over the world from like different locations. I'm like they're still going, they're still they're still going. I'm like okay. Yeah chill maybe um and then i think my favorite movie like from what i remember was uh i think it was called john q by um okay. uh, i forget his name his, his name always slips my mind but uh, yeah it was like that movie i remember watching it as a kid it was like yo dude they are kind of going crazy and, like i think the story was, was revolved around like the u.s healthcare system gotcha. or, like this dad, who's like kind of looking after his sixth son, is kind of pushed to the edge. And like now he's holding this like emergency section of the hospital on my hostage. hostage. And wow. they're just trying to figure out a way to like get this kid his yeah. medicine, his treatments, and all that. Well, it's so called like, what Johnny Q? I think it's called John Q. John Q. John Q. Yeah. Yeah, by um, Denzel Washington, and Gosh, it was like a it's like an old like two thousand two movie, and it's like I think I think I think that's just like what kind of how I felt about the characters and how I felt about like watching. I was like, wow, this I've never I never had a movie made me feel like that before and then
1: was that the movie that did it for you that kind of inspired you to kind of go on this journey i think so yeah and i, I think
0: i was like yeah. maybe like 14 15 maybe watching that i was like Yo, yeah what the heck?
1: that's amazing then, um yeah I, I i like that story a lot because very recently um i kind of like figured out some some of those moments for myself in terms of I remember the, I, I'm doing music videos now. I remember the first music video I watched that made me conscious about music. It was, um, I have a, I have a that cousin, very, yeah. He's a family friend, but um, our families are very, very close. Um, My sister is about 10 years older than me and our families were close while my sister was young. That's how close we are. Um His name is Santi. He's a Nigerian musician. Santi?
2: Cruel Santi. Santi.
1: Yeah, Chris Santino, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my, was <laughs> big bro. But um, he, I remember I was um, I want to say no more than six, seven years old. Um, yeah, because the song came out in 2001, so 2000 or something. But anyways, I remember being at his house. He was babysitting me, and this guy had MTV on, just playing instead of watching us. And I remember my other siblings doing their thing. And I just started watching or looking at the screen because there was a little Wayne video playing. It was lollipop, the static major. So I watched the whole video. That video probably will not be memorable to me if this next part didn't happen. I watched the whole video. And at the end of the video, I remember um, reading something, basically the person who was featured in that song static major had like a health complication and died like, uh, two two days or two weeks after the video was completed, and they dedicated the video to him. And I remember watching that part and saying to myself, "How the someone who I just saw like like turning up, doing right. rockstar shit and right. excuse my language and doing all that, um, just going crazy, so full of life died mm-hmm. before this video came out." You know? Right, right, and um. I think that's when I realized you could capture, I realized like videography, photography is like you are capturing moments in times that live longer mm. than the people in those moments for me. And that kind of, just kind of hyped I fell in love with music, music videos, and I became very passionate about all those things. Mm. So I, when I think, when I think like that, I always think that it reminds me that I might be on the right path because music didn't work out for me and I gravitated towards like creating music videos and stuff like that but that's what made me fall in love with music in the first place a music yeah. video before that Lil Wayne so Lil Wayne's my favorite artist of all time I think I was like eight years old I had Lil Wayne on my cake um, <laughs> I, I brought it to, I brought it to my Catholic school <laughs> I had Lil Wayne shirtless with tattoos and whatever on <laughs> uh, a big cake but my point that's my favorite artist of all time and when I think about it I mean that's who those series of events made me as passionate about music as I am right now. So right. It might, that thinking about stuff like that kind of makes me feel like I'm on the right path, like all this, I'm where I'm supposed mm-hmm. to
0: be. Right, right. Yeah, and I think just being able to connect with a story, characters that you never thought you would at first okay. and being able to like kind of, even even if their story isn't like, even if it's not relatable to you in, in any regard, you being able to watch that story and understand
1: the perspective of that empathize if anything right i think movies like is an opportunity to practice empathy Mm -hmm, um i actually think it was like Courtney to like cry or whatever react to movies um the older i get movies like i'm looking for movies that can do that to me that can push (laughs) me to that point of like wow you feel me Mm-hmm. Not that I'd be crying for every movie and stuff, but like, <laughs> a movie that can make me cry, I'll, I'll respect it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this question is like a great question to kind of get to know people. So I'm gonna have ask have everyone answer that. I want to know what your favorite movies are. I'll start. Um, I'm a big fan of like the classic, um, the black classics from like the 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So my favorite movie is The Wood. Um. Yes, with uh, the Tay Diggs, yeah, Tay Diggs, uh, Omar Epps, Sana uh, Sanaiah, uh, is she in that?
2: There's a there's a roster of about like six black actors that all play roles <laughs> in all the '90s, '80s movies, probably. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: <laughs> got you. So nice probably up there, mm. but I think that's my favorite one. Um mm. But I like the rest, like Boys in the Hood. Uh,
2: I was yeah. literally I gonna
1: say the like, same thing as you. Love Jones though just oh mm. my god yeah, i'm into so like in my in my simp days i would have said that okay <laughs> I, I actually like to think that i modeled my life in a way after mm. um darius brother brother to the night <laughs> oh, but... <laughs>
2: that movie that movie as you get older that movie it's funny like when i was younger and not dating or anything and i was like oh this mm-hmm. is how love is like i'm and then mm-hmm. as you, you know, as you get older it's like it's kind of corny but the movie's a classic nonetheless right. okay
1: right, yeah. <laughs> it's unrealistic as it seems it kind of makes a lot of sense i think it's one of the more realistic more realistic than uh, love and basketball that's opinion. true yeah that's mm. true um that, that is one of my favorite movies mm. i'm glad you invited you yeah i love jokes
0: <laughs> i say for Paul, me um it. well in, in, in oh, addition Paul, to like john q i think i say i say like coach carter too coach
1: carter that's what's up coach carter i, mean, I really rock with that as cliché as that's the sounds, that line, um, when we we give other people permission to let their light shine, uh, uh, I I oh, used to yeah. hear that a right. lot. Like right. teachers try to play it for me in school. I'd always just think you guys are clowns. You guys really think that <laughs> I'm gonna listen to samuel Jackson to give me life advice? <laughs> so I always I never took it seriously. I thought it was like corny. And the older I get, um. That those words resonate more and more. You feel me? We kind of talked about it now, kind of like not dimming your light for opportunity, but for people. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But all those things that 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 movie inspired me as well. Yeah. Um, about you? um,
3: I'm not like really that big into movies, but there's like a couple that stand out. Um, so the first one. I think um, it has to be Inception. Um, I like that too. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like ever since I was a kid, I'm just really like like interested in the idea of like dreams and having like a perfect life and cautiousness. Like, especially like, especially like like this this past week, I've just been thinking about like how your life can like is it actually gonna be you know like like is it gonna work out at the end? Is it gonna you know like how we go through this journey um i think inception is one
4: of the like the first movie that really that made me kind of think
2: and
1: Uh, we like to think about uh, life in that sense, like a, a philosophical yeah. sense. Like the meaning of mm-hmm. like Jeremy Peterson will be a great Is he the like philosopher a... from Canada? Oh, he's a philosopher. Yeah. He's yeah. A, a psychologist, philosopher. But I think mean, he's one of the true philosophers of our time. Yeah. yeah. we talking about life the way I feel like a hundred years from now, people are going to look back and analyze us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just like we do with like the Greeks, the Mayans, and things
2: like that.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm. Also interested in Alan Watts. Um like I hear his quotes here and there. Um and I've watched or listened to like some of his like some of his stuff. And I'm
1: sure. Alan Watts led me to Jordan Peterson.
3: Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So I think all of them are kind of like connected into like just thinking about like the meaning of life and stuff like that, like purpose. And your purpose and stuff like that. Um the second one, like it's a documentary. I don't know if it really counts as a movie.
1: I don't know why I thought you were gonna see the
3: Matrix. I don't know. I like the Matrix too. The Matrix is nice too. Um, I haven't watched the new yeah. one, but the the old one that was good too. Um, the documentary was uh the uh, the Kanye West documentary. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I'm
2: behind. I've yet to watch it. My dad was you, like you, yesterday. You, I told him, and he was like, "What?" He was like, "He's like, you need to watch it right." You, like, it's you,
3: have to, you have to. have to watch it. It's yeah. literally one of the best things I've watched mm-hmm. like ever. And just seeing, like, his whole life just being documented. Like, I remember, like, after I was done that, I'm like, like that is crazy. And I, I just felt so, like... I almost felt, like, honored to be able to see Kanye, to, like, to witness it, to see his process, to actually, like, see, like, what his life was. And I don't know, just just the idea of, do- like, documentation like, became even more important to me. Like, mm-hmm. photography... Documenting and stuff like that—it just became even more important to me after after I saw that.
1: Um, For like the first six years of my photography career, I didn't take pictures. I didn't start taking—I didn't take pictures whatsoever. Actually, I used the fact that I was behind the camera Mm -hmm. as a excuse not to have my photo taken, (laughs) and the reasons for that are deep and long and personal and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um. So for like from like age thirteen to like, I want to say nineteen or twenty, I don't have photos of myself, and yeah. that's something I deeply regret. So um, now, um, especially like the just style on Instagram that I'm loving, the photo dumps. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now that I think about, it, I talk about social media a lot, but it's just because I work in it. I'm not, I'm I'm consumed by it. But um the photo dumps, I think, are so amazing because you're able to tell, it's like a short film. It's like a, you're able to tell a story. I'm working on one to post tomorrow for my Elite Shirt. But um, I think it's amazing to kind of like show and it reminds you to kind of uh, capture those moments. So, like dinners or something like that, I get to capture the food in the UK so you can mm-hmm. go back to it, reorder it, whatever, you know. Um, but I think it's very important to capture moments and that's the beauty of photography photography yeah. you're taking you're capturing moments that will be permanent to you mm-hmm. but fleeting to others you know
3: yeah I like I like that too because um, like I, I still have Snapchat but I I don't send snaps to people like I I take Remember snaps you? and save them for myself like yeah. if I go out or something yeah. I'll take a snap of something and instead of sending to other people I'll just save it for myself just so I can see it later
1: on and be like I think that's the only thing Snapchat that we have going for themselves. Like, I think that's the, reason <laughs> I like to, that's the reason I haven't deleted my Snapchat yet, because I'm mm. doing memories from like 2018. Mm. Yeah. This is this might be TMI. Um I recently <laughs> I re- I recently reconnected with um someone from my past. Um mm. uh what I, how do I call what I call it? I don't believe in exes. So uh, yeah, someone from my past I recently reconnected with. And um it was amazing to kind of like go back and so I I had met up with her and I was giving her a specific dates. Like, oh, well, the last time I saw you was this this that. and she's thinking like, oh, he remember what Snapchat tells you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Snapchat yeah. will be
2: like, oh, throw back to when like it'll no be memories, like a bad exactly. moment. So it'll be like, oh, like here's your recap, and it's like a depressing time in your life or something.
1: Right. The way they hype it right. up,
2: like it's it's funny, but.
1: But sometimes it can be the opposite. Like, There's times that's where I was true. down and I saw something like, oh shit, that's what I was doing last year or that's two years true. Ago
2: that's, that's
1: true. amazing or my friends send me like oh three years ago today mm-hmm.
3: I like, oh, look at how far we've come you know yeah, yeah. it's cool it's cool like so just seeing like years ago on this day instead of i was doing this and i was doing this i'm like i've come a long way you know like one year ago i was probably just at home taking a picture or whatever but now i'm actually doing something else and i don't know it's, it's like nice to kind of compare and see where you where you
1: you've well, been. definitely Okay. I mean think about it from that perspective. You I I believe you develop a deeper appreciation for like history. So that's something that's another passion area that I'm gonna explore very soon mm-hmm. in terms of traveling. Mm-hmm. I wanna go to like ancient civilizations, so like Greece, Rome, Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of just like see the pictures that they drew on the walls or see like the sculptures they left and all those things. Um I feel, like, you know, I feel like we're creating and what I try, when I create, I try to think from that perspective to like, if someone was to see this a couple years from now, I want it to be as, I want it to evoke as much emotion as it does now then. So, um, I think those are, um, yeah, that's a great uh, space to be in right now. I'm doing things like capturing sunsets. I did a lot of that in LA. And mm-hmm. it's like a reminder to just like small, stop and smell the roses. Um, so like yesterday's, I don't know if you guys saw, yesterday's sunset was beautiful. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh. Um, yeah, I went, I went for a nice drive.
1: Yeah. yeah. So just kind of like a conscious reminder to be present, and which is what meditating is at the end of the day. I'm very passionate about meditating. I'm an advocate for meditation. Um, I think it's uh, a healing tool that everyone should use. For sure. I was Um, I'm doing a, I'm recording a couple pieces of content for people. So there's artists I work with out of Toronto, Free, a, and um, mm-hmm. we've kind of like over time created like that Kanye West documentary. Like I have clips from like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Free. A. Free a is a, a, a artist, not a rapper. The artist from Toronto, um, who raps and sings, and um, he's closely affiliated with the Money Team, Floyd Mayweather. And yeah. his story is amazing, inspiring. Um, and me and him have been locked in for a few years. And um, hopefully, one day, um, I get an opportunity to drop a documentary like, like um, the I one Koozie—that's his name, right? Koozie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I get a chance to drop something like that. That was beautiful to me as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Joseph. I guess I want to think about this.
4: Um, so I would say I would say the film that really came to mind was um a film called Minari. You guys should all go give it a watch after we uh wrap it up, but uh N-I-N-A-R-I, and everyone listening to the podcast as well. I'm Minari. So it's a film about like this Korean fan and like tr- it captures like the struggles of what it was for, like, this Korean um, family moving over to America and, like, you know, the different kind of culture, um, kind of getting used to the environment, um, and just kind of their journey and, like, their their hardships, and it captures that so beautifully, and I really felt it, um, personally, because, you know, I was born and raised in South Korea, came here when I was 10. And it, it literally felt like my life was like documented into this film. And it literally felt like I was watching like my story essentially. Um so amazing. It, was, it
1: was such a beautiful story, so definitely
4: give it a watch.
1: I'll definitely check it out. I know um the uh, Korea and um the um that whole I think Korea, I was having a conversation the other day. I think Korea at the moment has like the second best if not the best uh industry movie industry at the moment it's um overtaken a lot of play- like nollywood and bollywood i think korea is giving um all those industries around for their money even america like i, I haven't seen an original movie like i haven't watched a movie night in out of america that made me feel a sense of originality or newness but then I watched Squid Game, and I am asking myself, yeah. how has no one told the story before? Like, how come it's like Hunger Games, but way better? You know? Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know how, but um, in that industry, they're um, they're telling stories that seem to never have existed before, and that's pretty amazing. Or stories that just weren't told, so that's really cool. I'm gonna check out. they season sure.
4: two, like this. Um, I think it's like this year, or next year. They're so dropping a season two, so.
1: Oh, it's a show! Yeah, it's a show. Yes, okay. Good. That's a, so. That's a different. That's a different topic for me. I, I'm like a binge watcher. Um, I um, I let shows run in the background. And for example, when um, we talking about the Kanye West documentary, I watched. that like one sitting.
3: Oh yeah, same, same.
1: Yeah, I watched it like, like one three
3: sitting. Three parts, an hour and a half each.
1: Um, I also watch shows like um, Peaky Blinders in like two days, three days, which is like a six <laughs> a six series show you feel me but um, yeah that's amazing that's amazing I, I, I look forward to checking out your recommendations and Shiloh thank you for reminding me about a Jones. I haven't watched that in a while
2: you mm-hmm. should go back and watch it might, you know, give...
1: I will. We'll definitely... it's a
2: nice feeling when you watch it
1: we'll definitely... have you ever watched uh, Money Heist Money Heist yeah so funny yeah. enough so I went to I went to school at York University for a year before I moved to America Um, all oh, you guys went to Ryerson right
3: i went to york for a couple years
1: okay that's what's up where'd you graduate from
3: uh i haven't graduated yet i'm, I'm at bryson oh, okay. still yeah
1: that's Okay. okay yeah. i wish i went to Rice. i was supposed to go to Ryerson for photography mm-hmm. and then my mom asked me who would pay for it so <laughs> i went to your career computer science and stuff um but um we were talking about money heights i watched money heights in like, 2016 And then it blew up way after. I think we had discontinued it. Like, it ended after when I watched it. And then because it got so popular, it came up. Um, And that's a testament to me not like, little things like language barriers, I think are small things that are small puddles you can hop over. You feel me? I think that, that extends to, like, meeting people, working with people, dating, stuff like that. I have a friend that only that dates women that doesn't that don't speak English and can't speak any other language. And um, I'm not there yet in terms of adventure, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what that's like and how that will work. But um, I did cool. watch Money Heist. I loved it. I think it should have ended sure. along. That's my issue with shows, <laughs> they don't end when they're supposed to. Mm. I There's think good Money good Heist should have after the second season.
4: There's a Korean version of Money Heist that just came out, so I'm not sure. Is it good?
1: i heard good things about it too On Twitter, cool i'll check it out okay maybe
0: and as we come to the end of this uh episode episode 27 we want to thank you again matt for coming on man
1: it, it, it was actually a really really good time to have you on bro i had a great time as well thank you guys for having me um it was nice to meet you all um yep. You guys stay in touch, uh, follow each other on socials. I think you guys are really cool people. I'm very excited to see what you guys do in, sure. the come in, in, the, uh, in the future.
2: Likewise, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It was great meeting you as well. Great conversation yeah. in general.
1: Honestly. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And for Thank sure you it, for the conversation it, as well. If you want
0: to shout out your Instagram, you can definitely do it right here, right now. So all
1: my socials, um, <laughs> stay away from my Twitter, please well all my <laughs> socials are um matt the I, so M A T T H E U I E. that's matt the I. amen i'm matt uh,
0: and thank you guys for watching and listening to this new episode of the cypher we'll catch you on the next episode peace so-